Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. We are your hosts, Joseva Kapadia and Jasper Rivers. Get paid for your pad. 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 Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Get Paid for Your Pad, the podcast about Airbnb hosting, of course. And today I am joined by Calixto Navarro from all the way from Miami in Florida. Calixto, welcome to the show. Hey Jasper, uh, thank you for having me on your show. Uh, it was a pleasure meeting you um, in San Francisco a couple of weeks ago. Absolutely. Uh, how, how did you like uh, the event, the Airbnb Open? The Airbnb Open was magnificent. I think that they put on uh, an amazing event. Uh, program uh i think for the first time that they do this i mean uh it's a relatively new company and to put this together was was really it was done so nice um uh, you didn't feel like there was a thousand five hundred people in the meeting it, it was done in such a way that really you felt like you were in a team the whole time in a small group and and you felt very comfortable. Mm-hmm. And, and I must admit, I have to say something. Um, Cal, uh, I was discussing this with another Airbnb host there in the meeting. I was really surprised. The food was just amazing. They did, a, you know, the organic food. We don't get that much. I mean, it's California, San Francisco. They do a lot of organic stuff, and we don't have that here in South Florida. So it was, I was really amazed that to actually feed 1,500 people and everything was just incredible. The food was so fresh. It was so good. It was healthy. It was, it was really nice. It was very, very well done. Yeah, absolutely. I think the same thing. I think the organization was uh, was great, and uh, I think the the healthy food kind of goes along with the type of community that Airbnb has created. Um, I think in general, the the people that I met uh, were kind of the people who are conscious about the environment and you know about their health. People who love to travel, and um, so I think that there was a good choice to. Uh, to go for uh, the healthy organic type of foods. I I I really uh, enjoyed it. I was really surprised to find a vegetarian, and I'm not a vegetarian. And I I but um, it just so happened that I walked out to lunch, and it was I a little bit later than everyone, and all the the chicken sandwiches were gone, so I had to eat vegetarian, and it was amazing. It was so good. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're you're a vegetarian now. Yeah, no, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I had, I got back and I had a uh, New York sirloin strip, but <laughs> but uh, but anyway, I it was just very well done, very well planned. It was, and I like the accessibility of of uh, you know the board of directors of Airbnb and yeah, uh, having everybody at least had a second, you know, had a few seconds or minutes to be able to speak with them, interact with them. Mm-hmm. 
and that's very important. And uh, you know, I I didn't want to take up my time, uh, their time, because I know that they had to split themselves up between everyone. And mm-hmm. but I was able to chat briefly with uh, Chesky and uh, and uh, with others uh, from uh, the board of directors and and tell them a little bit about myself and and my experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, and it's uh, it's it's great. They're they're really friendly guys, and uh-huh. you know, they were just chatting with everybody. And I think that's also really in line with the values of of what Airbnb stands for. But um, but it's you know, you it doesn't feel like you're you know you're talking to the founders of like a twenty billion dollar company, right? No, 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 not at all. And uh, I thought it was very touching. With I had more interaction with uh, Chesky's parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, who I spoke with his mother quite a bit and with his father and 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 it was very very nice to see them there and I you know in one instance I said you you know you you should be very very proud of of your son and his friends because that created Airbnb because I must tell you that for me and like for many other people that were there at that meeting had it not been for them. I probably would not have my house today. Uh, it saved it saved my life pretty much. Oh wow! No, yes, I'm um, I'm I'm super excited to to hear how how that came along. Yeah, um, and and I guess that's how how Airbnb has changed my life. And um, mm. I I was losing my job, or actually, I had already lost it, and I was quite. Uh, desperate. Uh, you know, I had this house, I was living in it by myself and I had an extra bedroom and I, my roommate had left and I had an empty room and I, you know, I said, what do I do? I put another roommate in there and it just so happens that I was selling, uh, I was getting rid of, uh, things in my house, especially the more expensive items and selling them for money. And, uh, and I had this one jewelry designer uh, girl, kind of hippie-ish, and she was buying my antique uh, Louis Vuitton luggage <laughs> set that I had as as display. I had it as a part of furniture. And she said to me, have you ever heard of Airbnb? I go, what is that? She's like, it's this new company out of San Francisco, and you rent out your room by day, like if it was – you know, you share your house, you share with someone for a few days, they come and visit. I'm like, okay. So I made a note of it. And 24 hours later, I had put my home with my pictures. I'd put my home up on Airbnb. And these were not very good pictures. <laughs> so, <laughs> But believe it or not, I got my first uh, rental. And it was... It was really amazing. And after that, you know, you kind of, I, I didn't know what to expect, but I figured I, I'm i a very customer service oriented person. I've worked in sales my whole life. I know what to expect and what I want when I go somewhere. And I, and I know how to be a very good host in my own home. Since I've hosted many dinners, I've always had friends visiting. I have friends all over the world. And so I, I know how to host people in my home. So I said, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to be myself and I'm going to host these people <laughs> in my home as if they were 
friends of mine, you know? So I prepared, you know, I had breakfast, you know, like cereals and I had buns and coffee. What would you like? And, you know, that sort of stuff. And one came after the other, after the other, after the other. And I'm like, my God, this is amazing. The money was coming in. A significant amount of money was coming in, even though I was a shared room. Uh, a shared bathroom, so I couldn't charge a whole lot. It's if, if you look at my home, it's still moderately, very moderately priced, mm-hmm. and I don't have cleaning fees. I don't have the pot. I don't have anything. It's just it's, if you're by yourself, it's sixty five dollars a night, and if you're with somebody, you know, a couple, it's eighty. You know, mm-hmm. and there's no other, there's nothing else. There's no additional charges. Right. So it's very, it's it's very accessible for Miami, but. Of course, you have to share the bathroom with me. <laughs> but uh, um, so one after the other, and you know, uh, so far four years have 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 been around. You know, I've been with them since two thousand ten uh, with wow. Airbnb, and I now I can tell you that it's very hard for me uh, when I don't have guests in the house. <laughs> it's very quiet. And like right now, I just had somebody leave yesterday and I don't have anybody coming in until Saturday. So my house becomes very quiet. It becomes uh, very, I would even want to say it becomes a little bit lonely. Uh, And it's now I need it. It's, It's not so much the money, but more of the companionship, the fact that there's someone in the house or someone that I wake up and we have coffee together and uh if they if if so they they want to uh because you know there's some people who are who are a bit more private and want their privacy and there's other people who want interaction mm-hmm. it just depends on the, the the person who's visiting you or the the couple that's visiting you and uh and it's very special i for me it, it's a it's a very special thing well wow, that's fantastic um, I mean, we talk a lot about how Airbnb is empowering, you know, how it empowers people to to do all sorts of things in life that they want to do. And, uh, you know, usually it's it's something that's an addition to your life, like something like traveling or, or maybe you want to add some extra furniture to your house or, you know, there's all sorts of things like you, maybe you can buy a car with the extra income. But when it really becomes life-changing is... Stories like yours, you know, right. you you would have lost your house if it, if it weren't for uh, yes. And that, I, I, I have to. It helped me uh, be able to stay in my home. It helped put food on the table, and it it really it it took me out of a place where I was really. I was, you know, it was there was a huge economic meltdown in this country, <laughs> so mm-hmm. it was a very difficult time and uh thank god that now i'm doing much much better financially and uh i'm in the real estate business now and i had to deal with the the real estate going from nothing uh, up you know and now we're doing pretty good but it's it it definitely was a life-changing experience and now it's become part of my my life to do Airbnb and my friends. It's, it's interesting enough. I've, I have gotten so many new people to Airbnb 
hooked on them. And most of them usually start with traveling. Mm -hmm. I tell them, look, try it out in your travels. And then think about it doing, you know, if you want to do it in your home. Mm -hmm. Or if you have an additional apartment. So I've gotten quite a lot of people uh, kind of hooked on uh, on Airbnb. And I actually am, for New Year's, I'm going to be spending New Year's in Madrid with my um, my boyfriend. And uh, we're going, he lives in Italy and we're going to meet in Madrid and we're going to spend New Year's there with other friends. And, um, and we're staying in an Airbnb property. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I... Everywhere I go, I try to go first Airbnb, and if I can't for some reason because there's no availability or availability is very limited, then I then I go to hotel, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, Airbnb is is always my first choice. Yeah, and I think a lot of people started that way, <clears throat> and including myself, because you know I think being a host takes a lot a little bit more consideration than than using Airbnb as a traveler, right? And I, yeah. think, I think a lot of people don't don't even think about it, you know? They don't really consider the possibility um, because it's, it's such a new concept that, um, you know, when you're traveling and you're staying with some, somebody, then you automatically start thinking, hey, what, you know, I have a house. Like, do I have a spare room? Do, I'm, I'm away sometimes, right? And right. it's, it's very flexible. You can, uh, you know, there's several ways of doing it. It's, it's, it's really interesting because we've talked to so many people on this podcast. And um, our, the last person I talked to uh, is a guy who, he rents out his private room, but he also rents out the whole apartment. Plus he lists it as a shared space as well. So he ha- actually has free listings and depending on what what the the guest wants, he can either rent out his his whole place, or he's going to sleep on the couch and let his guest have his bedroom, or the guest can choose to sleep on the on the on the couch and then obviously pay a lot less. Oh wow, that's so interesting, right? Yeah, you know, um, I have to tell you, I, I haven't done something like that because sometimes people, I don't know, when they come to Miami, this. First of all, I always suggest that where where my house is located to rent a car. Mm-hmm. You public transportation, but you got to remember to get anywhere in Miami. I I don't know if you've been here, Jasper, but mm-hmm. distances are humongous. Right. It, you know, to get anywhere for me to I where I live, I'm right near Biscayne Boulevard. I'm in the Mimo district of Miami the mid-century where things were built during the 50s and 60s with that modern look and stuff like that. And it's off of the main thoroughfare that goes north-south, which is Biscayne Boulevard. And and that's a, that's an, uh, a boulevard that is the main thoroughfare of Miami that goes north and south. And the buses run every 45 minutes. Now, and imagine, I tell people, do you want to sit at a bus station for 45 minutes? And then not only that, but to get to your next stop, it's about eight miles. (laughs) And it's making stops in between. It takes a long time to move around in public transportation. We don't have a very good system. I suggest you get a, a rental car. 
you know, and, and, um, most of them listen to me, other people who have plenty of time, they like, no, it doesn't matter. I'm, I have plenty of time. I'm, you know, I don't have that, that issue, mm -hmm. but you know, I try getting back on the, the thing. I try to not, because usually they're vacationers or whatever. Uh, I try not to have other guests, uh, like friends of mine that might be visiting, uh, you know, and I have an inflatable bed and I can put it in the dining room. But I try not to do that for the mere fact that I only have one bathroom. If I had a second bathroom, maybe I would. But, you know, that's kind of putting an additional stress on somebody who's who's paying for a service, mm -hmm. you know, who now instead of sharing the bathroom with one person has to share with another person. Right. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. I'm just looking at some of the reviews, and well, first of all, uh, you started in 2010, which yeah. definitely makes you one of the first people uh, on on Airbnb, I think. Um, so that's that's pretty uh, that's pretty remarkable. But also, look if I look at the reviews, you have a lot of people saying really nice things about you. Um, I'm just reading a couple people are saying that you're. Uh, Calixto is an amazing host. Highly re recommend staying here. Calixto is the most amazing host one can ask for. Calixto uh, is one of the most generous men I've ever met. Um, so people are really, really uh, uh, enthusiastic about you. So I'm, I'm curious how do you, how do you make people feel so comfortable when they're when they're staying with you? What's what's the secret to all these all these amazing reviews? I think. I think it's just being genuine, just being myself. I'm I'm a very loving and caring person. I that's what my friends say. I don't. I think I'm just my. I, I'm just Calixto, you know. But my friends say you're the, you're so nice. You do, and I do, and I do realize that I go overboard sometimes. And my friends, what do you need? What do you want? What I'm a very. Uh, giving person in that sense and so when I, I have people staying at my house i you know it's like okay you know what um let's pull out the bottle of wine so i get my wine and you know let's make dinner and i i invite them to dinner and i i can't have someone in my house and say okay this is what you can share in the the fridge and this is what you know you can eat for your breakfast i they come into my house i say whatever you see in that fridge you can eat and drink so i always have beers i said whatever you see in this liquor closet you know and i'm fully stocked with every everything <laughs> you can drink scotch whisk everything all the bottles of wine you can drink. It, I don't say no. People are very respectful, though. Never had an issue of anybody, you know, drinking my whole bottle of Johnny Walker Black or nothing. In fact, nobody ever touches it. They, somebody might have a beer or something or wine, mm -hmm. but it's it's there. And um, and these last, uh, I just had these. Uh, we we had Thanksgiving here. We had we had Thanksgiving here uh, the last Thursday of of November, mm -hmm. and uh, I had the, this Russian couple uh, that was here, and I said, you know, I can't believe, you know, you're here for Thanksgiving. You know what? Why do you come spend Thanksgiving with my family? So I took them to my brother's house, 
for Thanksgiving. And they just couldn't believe it. You know, my family was, was it's a very warm family where I'm Cuban, Cuban descent. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, you know, our family was exiled from Cuba in 1960 when uh, the dictator Fidel Castro came into power. So our family left Cuba without anything. I mean, we were, you know, we were kicked out of the country for being, you know, middle, upper middle class or business people. And, um, and so, you know, it was very interesting to have uh, these Russians <laughs> at our house because of, you know, the whole Soviet period in right. uh, Cuba. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Was, it was kind of nice, and they were asking them questions and, and stuff like that. But they were a young couple, that, so they don't they don't have any reference to the Soviet period. But uh -huh. but it, it was really nice, and they were just so touched. And when I when they said goodbye, she just started to cry because they left the next day. And uh, a lot of people cry when they leave, and uh, and I, I I get very emotional myself too. Uh, because, like I said, it's 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 a life changing experience. Wow, fantastic! Yeah, it's uh, you know everything you're saying is is pretty much what you know what what Airbnb is about. I think, and mm -hmm. um, you know I, I also think it it creates an understanding of different cultures, right? Because oh, yes. I mean, you probably had people from from all over the world staying at your house. Oh yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, from China, um, uh, the Middle East, uh, India, I, I, from from everywhere. I, I get people from all over the place, mm -hmm. mostly from Europe, Germany, France, uh, Africa. Uh, it's it, it's quite uh, it's quite amazing, and uh, and you get like. I had these um, uh, two girls that were a couple. Uh, one, uh, they were French. One was French, and one is from a small African island called La Réunion, La Réunion, which is a French colony. It's still a French department. Right. And they met because the French girl was a school teacher there, and she was a school teacher at the same school there. And they met there, and she made the most. She said, "Look, I'm going to cook for you." She because the the girl from Africa. Uh, cook her typical native foods. And, of course, you have to remember it w it's a tropical climate. In Cuba, we have a tropical climate. So a lot of the, f the, the, the spices and foods that she needed, she found here in Miami because we eat them too, <laughs> the Cuban <laughs> So it was wonderful. She goes, oh, my God, you have this and this and this. I hadn't seen this since I was in La Reunion. I said, yeah, you have to remember, we, you know, there's a tropical climate. You know, where the island is, there's a tropical climate, too. So we, she made some amazing dishes uh, while she was here. Um, and, uh, and we were able to enjoy them. And when you talk about finding similarities culturally, uh, and who would have ever imagined that this girl was, she was so ecstatic to be able to find a lot of the things that she, you know, found in native Africa here in South Florida, because the Cubans, when they came here, they were able to plant them, plant their, their sub, you know, their fruits and things and, and stuff and 
and she was able to find them here. So, because the climate in Miami is very, is quite similar to to the climate in Cuba, is it? Or it's, uh, it's a little bit chillier, even though it's so close. But believe it or not, Cuba is just below the Tropic of Cancer, and so it already makes it more of a tropical climate. More than we're in South Florida, and it's subtropical. We're almost tropical. We have the the same heat in the summer, but so it gets a little cooler here in the winter time, just a few degrees, but it's a few degrees more that certain things are very hard to, um, certain fruits and things. Uh, they're not as good as if they were in Cuba. Right. So uh, I, uh, one thing I'm wondering about, you've been hosting for, for four years now and obviously your experience you know, has has been really uh, incredible. Uh, I'm wondering when you started, what did you expect? Did you expect that it would be anything like this, or or were you maybe a little bit apprehensive? Did you have any concerns? Do you remember? Well, you know, I thought to myself, I said, you know what, let me do this for a little bit, and I'll stop, and. And then it just turned into, you know, I really like this. And, you know, once I got myself back on my feet and everything, and I thought to myself, I really, really like this. And I don't want to stop. And it's become a very, it's become part of my life. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and even though I'm making money, because I mean, Jasper, let's, it boils down to money uh, at the end because you have uh, an income and you're receiving an income, but at the same time, you're getting other rewards. And it's rewards of uh, emotional, mm -hmm. and it's a reward of sharing. Uh, it's a reward of being able to touch someone's life. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and then, a, then touching mine. It, uh, it definitely comes with a lot of... Uh, side of you know side like uh special things that otherwise you know you, you you don't really experience i mean having people from all around the world in your house you know i think a, a person from la reunion which is in this an island in the south just off the south coast of south africa i believe right it's near uh more like mozambique area mozambique area okay have cooking meals in your house that's something that normally you you wouldn't uh, really experience so it's, no, it's you, you def definitely not um and i think that that that's the the main focus here of what you want to to expect and what people that uh use airbnb want to and i think it's also given the opportunity to a lot of people a lot, a lot of people, very nice people, very wonderful people that could not have had the opportunity to visit Miami or visit another part of the world had Airbnb, Airbnb been around. Absolutely. I, I, I really think so because if any little hotel in Miami – and this is where the difference of the hotel and the home, unless they have a friend that they could 
a friend that they could stay in in Miami, like a lot of my friends in Latin America and Europe, they have me. <laughs> but right. but unless they have me, <laughs> they wouldn't come here because they, they wouldn't be able to pay for a hotel for 10 days. And this is an option that's not a hotel. And it's, it's kind of like staying with a friend. Mm-hmm. And you're giving them some sort of compensation. Right. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah, I you know it's it's funny because in the real estate I work in real estate now and I actually bump I was bumped into someone uh, professionally that uh, works for the hotel industry and I I have a feeling they're kind of like a lobbyist. Uh, are you familiar with the lo- the term lobbyist? Absolutely. Okay. Um, and you know what they do? Yeah. You know, they're the ones who are pushing to change to you know, kind of, you know, get rid of Airbnb, if you want to call it that, or, you know, they, they, anybody who's threatening, I, it's a business model. Okay. You take away my market share. I'm going to fight for it. You know what I mean? So, and so she was, this person was, uh, she was, uh, something, well, you know, um, you know, it, it has its, it's, drawbacks and and it's not really fair and blah, blah, blah. i i said let me ask you a question does uh the hilton family host people in their home because you're talking about the services the hotel gives i said you know my guests you know sometimes see me in my underwears or coming out of the bathroom and uh i have breakfast with them i don't think that happens in the hilton household does it <laughs> you know uh, it, I said, it's a whole different concept. And, you know, it's my, I said to her, it's my house. In, the, in this country, we have the freedom to invite in our homes whoever we want. And you should, and regardless if I'm being compensated or not, you should not prohibit me from doing it. Do you want to charge me taxes? Tax me. That's fine. I don't, you want to tax the people who are it? Tax them. That's not a problem. If if it's a service, if you want to put it as a uh, a service, okay, put in a tax, but don't prohibit people from doing it. And and because it's my home, I pay for my house. I I paid for my house. I live in my my space. <clears throat> I said, oh, but how about security? I said, do you guarantee people aren't going to be raped in hotels because the statistics are horrible. I said, or there, there's theft in a hotel. I said, at least I know that whoever's coming into my home is verified, is checked, is there's a whole uh, gamut of security, and I, and not only and not only that, but should ever. Which I said to the person in four years that I've been doing this, I have never rejected one single visitor. Never, never. Everybody has been outstanding, wonderful, warm. Yeah, and I think it's, you know, obviously the hotel industry is probably not too happy about about this movement. And I know that the, in a lot of places they are trying to encourage local law uh, people to, uh, you know, to, to make it more difficult or to even prohibit Airbnb hosting. But uh, I think it's uh, it's something that's unstoppable. It's 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 a you know it's progress. 
and and it's disruptive so it's not going to be good for everyone especially uh during a tra the transformation um so but in the end it's it's not gonna it's not gonna be stoppable and, and i think the same about a lot of sharing economy concepts it it gives freedom to people it empowers people and that's what people want and especially in the us i mean it is the land of the free right i mean yeah, freedom is what the country was built on so it, it, you know it, I, I, it's funny that you say that because i had a, a friend of mine that <laughs> Uh, that's a professor at the University of Miami of uh, business. And um, he wrote an article talking about the shared economy and how, you know, they were attacking Uber. He's mostly focused on Uber. And he says, you know, this country prides itself on creativity, on developing business. And here we are, we are attacking in a moment where we need to stimulate creativity business and we want to stagnate it by penalize people who created a new way of 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 not only making money but for some people surviving and and being able to do something different he in his article he left out airbnb this was published in many newspapers in uh in the united states I don't know how many picked it picked up his article it was published in the Miami Herald and you if you want to I, I I think I told um I told someone from Airbnb about it and I I immediately wrote to him I sent him an email to uh, the professor I said hey listen you left out Airbnb please investigate this do your you know do research on this and maybe you should do a follow up article on on Airbnb and see you know how many newspapers pick up your your opinion or your position. So I told them at Airbnb about the, you know, the professor who wrote the article and, <clears throat> and his name is Dr. Jose Azel, A-Z-E-L. And, um, I don't know, maybe you, if you wanted to interview him, I'm sure he would be up. That would be very interesting. Uh, I'll definitely, uh, follow up on that because it's a, it's a topic that I, I love to talk about, to be honest, the, you know, the sharing economy. And, uh, I often have discussions with people who, who are against it, who, who don't like it. And, oh, really? Um, yeah. Um, I mean, there's always, when you have progress, there's always, you know, there's always people who, who want to, who don't want to change, you know, and, you know, everything, that, whenever there's change, there's, there's always uh, uh, people who uh, lose out as well, of course, right? Right. I mean, for example, if, let's say, somebody decides instead of doing long-term rental to do Airbnb, and that means is the long-term renter has to find another place to live. So, you know, there's uh, there's always pluses and minuses in, in, in any but, sort of situation. But over, but, the, but, but in general, but, I think it's just a, it's it's an amazing concept. Of course, but Jasper. So then you're doing Airbnb in your home or wherever you have, and you have to find another place, right? Mm -hmm. What does that create? It creates more need it creates a supply and demand in pu it's pure economics mm -hmm. so it will stimulate more building okay to make more i don't know apartment complexes or make more home at the same time the, if the the supply grows and and you have to understand not everybody's going to do airbnb 
I have people who own apartments and say, I can't do Airbnb because I really don't have the time. I don't want to get a maid. But I just kind of like the convenience of doing a one-year lease, and I don't need the money. Yeah, absolutely. You, not everybody, just because it's something new, it doesn't mean everybody's going to jump on it. No, absolutely. It, it's absurd. It's That's why I think it's an absurd concept. Just like people say, oh, but you shouldn't let foreigners buy in Miami because, uh, you know, we should control the foreign investment in Miami of apartments uh, because these are crazy concepts. Oh, because those apartments stay empty. A lot of them, you know, uh, it's true, mm-hmm. but they use it as vacation, as second vacation homes. Right. So it stays empty about nine months out of the year. Mm-hmm. What is it to you? It's creating construction jobs. It's creating security jobs. It's creating window washers. It's creating <laughs> maintenance people. You know, it creates a whole gamut of job and stimulation of of work in 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 the society in the community in which we live it doesn't mean that just because they're buying that we're going to have an oversupply of apartments and in Miami there are people who don't want their their things to be touched by other people who they don't know yeah, <laughs> you I mean, know the, the majority in fact i read that uh, the uh, global awareness of airbnb is less than 1% so 99% of the people on this planet have never heard about the Airbnb. <laughs> exactly. And and not only that, but most people I, I know, I have friends that will say, I don't want people touching my things. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I, I start laughing. But it's a, pers- it, it, it's a personality of the people who do this. And not everyone is the same. Because as we know, everybody is different. Everybody is unique. Everybody is not the same. Mm-hmm. We have to respect that. Yeah, and um, I think uh, also a, a way that I look, like to look at it is there's going to be a certain number of tourists in in every city, and the question is where are they going to stay? They're going to stay somewhere. They're going to use up space, right? Now, yeah. it's either in a hotel or it's in somebody's house, but if you think about it, all those empty rooms that are not being used in houses – that only, you know, using those for, for Airbnb only increases the efficiency of the way we use our space. So if anything, it's, you know, it's it's a good thing for uh, if you look at the big picture. And not only that, but every time uh, I have people that stay in my house, like every single person that stays here says, where's the nearest supermarket? Right. Where's the nearest store? Everybody that comes here, that Publix, I have generated so much business for that Publix, which is a supermarket, mm-hmm. and the pharmacy next door, the Walgreens. Yep. That you could not imagine. <laughs> and not only that, but the restaurants in the area. Mm-hmm. The people go there like, oh, I just want a quick bite. You know, I said, oh, there's a great little mom and pop uh, sandwich shop over here. You know, you can also go down, you know, down Biscayne Boulevard, and there's a lot of little great places that you can eat at. Um, I mean, just the fact that you're not only that, but you're bringing money into the community from these people. And I mean, it's a drop in the bucket if, if you look at the big picture, because I'm just one room and it's two people, but it's two people that come 
approximately every week I have someone mm-hmm. or every other week. I mean, it's over the year, it's a little bit of money, but it's a little bit of money that is added to the community. And, right. and you know what, the, uh, Jasper, the, another thing, you know, there are times where maybe I want to be pampered and I'm going to go and I'm going to book a five star hotel. Do you understand? I mean, I mean, I was just in New York with my boyfriend and I really couldn't find because of the whole New York thing with Airbnb. And, you know, I was looking and I said, you know what, let me just, uh, get a really nice hotel. And I stayed at a five star hotel in Manhattan. There's still going to be a need for that. Mm -hmm. There's still, I mean, it's not going to go away. I mean, you know, and that's also great too, because you just have to create options. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I mean, ho- a hotel's different than uh, than an Airbnb. Totally different. Totally different. Uh, you know, feeling and uh, and a different environment, and you know, it's it's totally different. But if you want. Um, um, hold on a second. I don't know what's up. Um, but anyway, if, if you want a different experience, you know, you go to a hotel, if you want Airbnb, you go to, to this, it's depending, you know, how you feel or how you want to do it or whatever, but it's up to the individual or the, the couple. Absolutely. Well, Calixo, we've been talking for uh, for over forty minutes. It's been uh, it's been really interesting. I, I just wanted to finish this episode with a uh, just one interesting fact. We were talking about lobbyists earlier, and uh-huh. I actually recently learned where the word comes from. Do you, do you have any oh. idea? Uh, no, no, so no, no. I thought it was really interesting and funny at the same time. So apparently, when Lincoln was still president of the United States. He had this habit of going to a hotel bar and drinking quite a few whiskeys. Uh huh. And um, you know, obviously, everybody had their own interest, and people wanted to influence his opinion on certain things. And you know, when somebody's had a few drinks, it might be a little bit easier to convince that person of something, right? Right. So all the the local people who wanted to have influence they they would gather in the lobby of the hotel to wait for president lincoln walking out in in the hope that they could you know have a quick chat with him and 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 uh, and have some influence on his uh, his policies and since they were all waiting in the lobby people started calling them the lobbyists oh you know i, I kind of imagined that was uh where Something had to do with the lobby. I'm thinking maybe, and uh, you know, I didn't know it happened with the Lincoln uh, period. In the Lincoln, that was that is so interesting. That so is it's very interesting. Going huh? up for a long time. Then. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I thought it would be funny to end this episode with a uh, with a funny fact. Um, yeah. Well, Calixto, thank you so much for for sharing your story. It's 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 incredible, and it's great to hear you know, how much Airbnb has done for you. And it seems, 
like you, your life is is different because of Airbnb, and that's and that's great. That's uh, yes. that's absolutely fantastic, yeah. and I'm sure you've had a little impact on on the lives of all the people who have stayed with you as well. Um, especially that Russian uh, couple, uh, you know, spending uh, Thanksgiving with uh, with your family was uh, it's probably an experience that they will never forget, and they will that will change their their views on, uh, on on certain things in life. So, I you know I I hope I have put my two grains in to the world society, uh, and at least from my home, trying to change a little bit, show a little bit of love and caring and sharing in this world. And I want to thank you for having me on your podcast. And yes, uh, I wish you all the best. Thank you so much, Calixto. And uh, with that, we come to the end of this episode. If you are going to Miami, make sure to check out the show notes of this episode. Uh, I'll put in a link to Calixto's listing. And of course, uh, if you want to know more about Airbnb hosting, you can uh, check out our book, getpaidforyourpet.com. You can download the first couple chapters for free. And if you want to purchase it, you can go to Amazon. It's available in Kindle and also in paperback. And of course, every Monday and Thursday, check back for another episode with some great guests coming up. Um, And with that, thanks everybody for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. And we'll see you next time. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for 